0: spirit oh shoot yo fade that in baby fade that in what up welcome to the broadcast happy father's day welcome to the show welcome to meaning stream 98 yeah Yo, how you doing out there? This is Akira the Don. Welcome to Stream 98 Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to everybody. Happy Father's Day to every father. Happy birthday to every, uh, you know, everybody. Happy birthday to the mothers, too. Happy Father's Day to the mothers, you know what I mean? Because presumably you had a father, you know? Let's all celebrate them fathers, baby. It's a day of celebration of uh, the spirit of positive masculinity. You know? We've been celebrating that all day over here. It was a beautiful thing. I woke up this morning, my son was just cuddling me real tight, you know? I guess he climbed into bed last night. He had a nightmare or some such. And uh, he was just cuddling me. He was just like, yeah, just cuddling me like that, you know? And he was real sweet. He gave me a present, you know? After I did the morning stream, the 7.30 AM, the 7 AM, sorry, on Twitch. And uh, he was all waiting, ooh, you know, for me to come off that so he could give me a present, you know, the card he'd drawn for me. Here's the thing. Have we got any am- amateur psychiatrists? Psychologists, sorry, out there. Or professionals, actually. I think we've got professionals. Okay, psychologists. It is psychologists, isn't it? Uh, so, Hercules drew me a card, right? And on, he's seven. This is my son, right? And on the front of the card, there's a mountain, right? And at the top of the mountain is me. And I'm, like, standing, like, like with my fist raised on top of the mountain. Climbing up the mountain not far behind me is little Hercules. And he is a snail. And uh, then Charlotte, my wife, his mum, is further down the mountain and she looks so not, she looks upset, you know? And then on the back of it, on the inside, sorry, he's drawn uh, this video game character he likes called Bendy, who's a kind of ink demon. And uh, the ink demon is killing Hercules and Hercules is lying on the floor and he's screaming, Dad! And he's calling out. I was like, what's this? He's like, oh, I'm calling for you to help me because I know you'll come and help me. I was like, okay, so on the surface of it. That seems pretty cool. I'm on top of a mountain seems about good and uh, You know Hercules wants me to uh, save him from the ink demon So that seems about right, but uh, you know, yeah, let me know if I'm missing anything from that um, The snail I was like, why is he a snail and I was like, uh, maybe it's because you know We've moved around a lot in our life and we're about off to move to Texas next, you know And he was uh, packing up all his stuff the other day, you know, he was like and he's all excited he said a little prayer before dinner. We had a lovely Father's Day dinner. Hercules, we all said a prayer. Hercules said a prayer and he said, uh, Dear God, please please make Texas be nice and uh, my plane ride be nice and please don't give me any more nightmares because I've had enough. <laughs> Bless. I'm trying to explain something, you know, like nightmares, like part of what nightmares are is, uh, you know, you just figuring out the your life you know everything's new to you young man everything's new you know you got to figure out all this stuff while you're asleep you know you got to process it and turn it into crazy stories you know and they seem scary because it's the first time you're dealing with a lot of it you know but uh and he's i was like you know by the time he gets my age it's like you know there's not as much new stuff he's like oh you're wrong dad there's gonna be way more new stuff and uh you're gonna have to deal with all the new stuff and i was like yeah that's a very good point That's a very good point, way more new stuff. We are reaching that point of human history when more stuff is uh, being created at greater ferocity and speed uh, in the technological sphere than we can keep up with, frankly, and we have the ability to uh, properly adapt to and understand before it wreaks its havoc across the world, you know? And we are seeing that right now. You know, a lot of what's going on right now is just a result of the technology that we've just given to everybody without even wondering what it was gonna do to everybody, you know? this crazy goddamn experiment we're conducting on the whole populace where everyone becomes a reality tv star and that carries around a portable movie studio which is simultaneously you know uh filming and recording and broadcasting and giving feedback and a laugh track and a, and uh you know a cocaine habit and uh everything else <laughs> Hopefully, uh, a lot of this stuff is sorted out by the time uh, Hercules has to deal with it, you know? Uh, That's my hope, but you never know. You never know. Anyway, uh, shout out to everyone who was here early in the early part of the broadcast. If you were here very early, turns out you saw me shirtless. Is that right? Is that correct? For some reason, it seems that YouTube just started streaming of its own accord. I didn't tell it to start streaming. I just switched my computer on and i was over here just getting ready as you do if you're listening to this on the podcast you totally you know you don't even know baby you don't even know but i was just behind my dj booth getting things ready uh, i don't know how long that was going on for how long was i shirtless for because i was preparing the set you know i was getting the set ready i was doing a whole bunch of stuff uh a whole bunch of stuff so let's see let's have a look at the chat actually i can just have a look at the chat uh, i see video no audio there is audio sound effects What's up, wavy warriors of truth and justice? Joshua Vicker says, Row. Oh, no one's saying too much, so, so I guess it was okay. Mike Bess says, Five minutes to find the perfect shirt. I did, though, huh? Right? Perfect shirt. And uh, again, if you're listening to this and you can't see it, I'm wearing my JBP Wave father shirt, which is a, a hoodie, uh, which I just got in the mail, you know, from meaningwave.com. Pretty epic. Uh <laughs> pretty amazing you know he's got a great big beautiful picture of joe peterson's face drawn by my boy tommy f patterson very ill very ill um what did i miss here just moving back in the chat strunky is in the building what up strunky 28 wave nation yeah we're doing a special uh all meaning wave all father's day set tonight uh curated by your boy dt that diverting tells to smash that like so we can get uh, the gang in here and uh, get this thing cracking, baby. It's a very, very epic one. It's a very, very epic set upcoming. Um, Lex Weissbum. Oh, what? <laughs> Cody Taylor says, LOL, Shirtless Don. What do you mean, LOL? Surely, you mean what? Glory. Mine eyes have seen the glory. Mine eyes have seen the glory. Uh says I need everyone in the chat shirtless so Akira will take it off again
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah that's some pretty shit uh, Maria Lizak says I never asked myself how many people were shirtless while listening to the stream after Valvina's releva- revelation that seems like pertinent information what's Valvina's revelation? I'm reading the chat backwards uh <laughs> hey austin z happy birthday it was cracking happy happy uh birthday austin z david Howell says my shirt's been off for 20 minutes already good everyone's getting everyone's getting their shirts off that's the vibes baby shirtless wave baby my shirt is coming off says Val Venus. <laughs> that's the vibes baby happy father's day happy father's day you know what i mean uh glorious Robert Ferry says, Happy Father's Day, Akira. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Uh, Dan Frank says, Everything's a scam except fatherhood. That stuff's real. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, baby. Yo, you remember? So that's the first time that's happened to me, right? Remember it happened to Jordan Peterson that time? Uh, He was like... (laughs) He sat there at his desk. You know, and he's like looking at it quizzically, he's obviously reading something, you know, and I think, I think Tammy, like, offers him a biscuit or something like that. Then he starts, like, ch- looking at his teeth in his webcam thing, like, doing his, like, uh, doing his dominance hierarchy, like, baring his teeth at the webcam thing. And then he goes, ooh, I think this, I think this webcam's on, and then it goes <laughs> Yeah, it was like that, except I was shirtless. You know, it's amazing, you know, all these years I've been dealing with the internet, I've never live-streamed shirtless accidentally before, you know. I guess it could have been worse, you know, I guess it could have been worse. But, uh, (laughs) God likes me, you know. God likes me, and uh, God likes you too, and that's why God gave you me. uh, To come to you on Father's Day and play you an epic Father's Wave, meaning wave set, which is what I'm about to do, baby. I'm about to do that. Hog says lol i was there what you saw the jbp uh unintentional broadcast epic how was the chat what was everyone saying in the chat um yo let's see people are psychoanalysizing hercules's card uh hey actually I'll see if we can get it Alright, we'll have a look at it. Hey, my brother Severus. Hey, what up, young Hercules? What up, young Hercules? Come here, say hi. Come say hi. We're gonna. We're, we're, I'm gonna show people your card. You know. Hi. Hey, what's cracking? Good. How you feeling today, young man? Tired, Dad. Are you enjoying Father's Day? favourite thing about Father's Day? That we got new games. What games did we get? We got Dreams,
2: Sonic Mania, and uh, what was the other one?
0: Tetris. Tetris. Uh, what's your favourite?
2: Sonic Mania.
0: Which is, why is that?
2: Because it's a uh, bring back from the old classic game, but they've added a bunch of new stuff too.
0: Honestly, I didn't see anything new they'd added. It seemed exactly like the old one to me, but I really like it. Uh, what's Dreams?
2: It's where there's a bunch of different games, but we only got the bad game since it's uh, we uh, didn't buy the whole game, we just bought
0: the demo. We just got the demo just to see what it's about, right? Speaking of seeing what it's about, come back, come back. Uh, I'm showing people your card, right? So, there's Hercule's card that you made. You know, there you can see there's Dad on top of the mountain looking triumphant. I think so. I've got a flag, you know, Hercules is there, uh, he's a snail. And uh, there's uh, Mama, and she's looking a bit sad. What's going on in this card? And could you not pull the curtains down? Thank you. What's going on in the card?
2: I'm about to play with Simon, so White,
0: really Yeah, yeah, you can go play with your girlfriend in a minute. Tell me about this card. So what's going on?
2: So you are holding a flag, and you got to the top of the mountain, and there's an arrow pointing saying, Dad. Yes. And then I'm a snail with a bendy arrow pointing the wrong
0: way. Saying me because it's me. Why are you a snail?
2: God, I just wanted to be a snail. Mum's at the very bottom because she is bad at actually hiking in real life. <laughs> really? I don't
0: think she is. I think she's good at, very good at hiking. I look really cool. Look how triumphant I look. I don't know if you'll see this. Look. Look how powerful and triumphant I am. What's my flag? It's supposed to be just a regular
2: old American flag, but I wanted to make the uh, okay, the Don symbol,
0: but I couldn't. Well, I love it. And then on the inside, you've done this, right? And it says, Dad, I love you. And then you've got Bendy, the ink demon, saying, but I don't. And then you've got you lying on the floor, de- dead, with a knife in you. And you're saying, Dad, what's going on there? I needed
2: you to help me because I'm dead. Oh, so I
0: didn't get to you in time? Yeah. Do you think I could still save you even though you're dead? No. <laughs> Damn, that. You don't think? Nope. I think I could. Yeah, you probably could. I definitely could. All right, thank you, young man. All right, you're sonicking away. <laughs> Hercules says, I'm sonicking away. All right, you go forth and be mighty. Have fun with Siren. Uh, yeah, so there you go, right? <laughs> there you go. Uh, there's the epic Father's Day card that will probably one day be in some kind of a museum. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty pretty amazing. Let's see what our uh, psychoanalysists in the chat thought. Blackrock Beacon says his mother may appear upset because of overtly rambunctious exploratory action by young boys often result in admonishment by mother, but that mo- may not be the case if you asked him about his dreams. Oh God, yes. Oh God, yes. Uh, Kristen Bassett says Claire Bass is eight years old. Wishes you happy Father's Day. Thank you, Kristen. Shouts out to Claire. We love Claire over here. Claire is epic. Uh, you know. Hercules is seven. You know, we could race them, maybe. Uh, let's see. What did... Blackrock Beacon says, My assessment is it's something like you're the top of the most relevant hierarchy in Herc's life, so you're at the mountaintop. He's striving to reach the mountaintop, but it feels slow. Ah, so he's a snail. That's interesting. Uh, where's Maria Lizak? Is she here? Did she say anything? She knows about this sort of thing. Uh, she says, I would say it means you're a father we can trust to rescue him. Marionette says Herc is slowly becoming the Don, but Mum knows he's getting sucked into video games, and you need to rescue him from video games. Could be. He's making them mostly now. Um, yeah, he's making the, He's making an awful lot of video games. That dreams thing we tried out today—it's because you can make games in it. He's very into making games, and they're very difficult. He makes fiendishly difficult games. I don't know what that means either. Like, really horribly difficult. And he delights in it. He laughs his little head off when you when you fail at his games. ha <laughs> You know, anyway. Uh, happy accidents, says Cody Taylor. Yeah. Uh, David Howard says, You are larger than life for Herc. I'm that way for my five-year-old son as well. Someday the boys will need to redefine themselves on their own terms, just not on their father's. My take. Uh, Hercules seems... To be quite confident in his own vibes. Happy Father's Day, says Mike Betters. Got to go tell a bedtime story back soon. Nice. Get after it. Spirit of the Father. Epic father activities only in 2020. You already know, baby. You already know. Thank you for the support, by the way, Mike Betters. You're a G. Uh, Yeah. eye says he wants to be a snail when you're on the mountain. He wants to take it slow to appreciate the moment that you're on top of the world. Ooh, I like that. like that, baby. That's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the triad says just wanted to be a snail. Sounds rational. <laughs> we got some diamonds in the chat. Bap, bap, bap. Uh, thank you, One Slick Mama, for the support. What up, Cody? What up, Diaz Join us. Uh, Marionette says shirtless, the dawn is fine. Pantless the Don would probably cause a YouTube strike. I, oi, look. We declared an autonomous zone here in the heart of YouTube. And if the Wavelord wants to uh, appear pantless, that is the Wavelord's uh, prerogative. You dig? <laughs> now, of course, the fine people of mass are always, uh, you know, welcome to rise up, if they so wish. And uh, protest such things. And that's fine. Ryan Hack says Will you do an interview With Scott Adams What is he hiring <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I don't know Maybe 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 we might We've been talking On uh, on DM You know The first The first important thing Is to get the album Into your ears baby And you're gonna get the album In your ears on Friday You're gonna get that album In your ears on Friday Yes you are uh... Yes, you are, baby. Phantasm says you are literally his hero. That's the vibes, right? That's the vibes. That's why. Um. Oh man, I was talking to my homie in the coffee shop today, and uh, I was, you know, we were talking, and uh, he he was a great example of what I've been saying about how you know what I mean. Uh, one of the things you can do in life that's really useful if you're a male is to embody that uh, spirit of the father, right? Is to become a conduit for that spirit of the father and uh you know to play that role for people who don't necessarily have a father and to just offer that to young men you know around you young men or boys or whatever you know uh the younger human males that need that uh my homie in the coffee shop was saying you know he didn't have no father you know but he had some cool uncles and it was the cool without the cool uncles he would have fallen into that street life that a whole bunch of his homies did you know, but he had these cool uncles, and they used to, like, play heavy metal music and stuff, and, like, uh, and he kind of gravitated to them because they were cool, and they gave him life lessons and stuff, and it basically kind of kept him off the streets, and he got into art, and he got into painting and stuff of that nature. And all of his homies got into that street life, you know? And if it wasn't for those uncles, those cool uncles he had, that would have been him, you know? And he's like, now he's got kids, you know, he got a daughter, he's telling me about his daughter, she'd, uh, she'd painted him something, and it just, he just started, like, crying, talking about it, you know? Uh, cause like, you know, he, he paints and that his daughter did that for him because she knows he loves painting, you know? And, uh, but he's like, you know, he, he would never have had a kid himself had he not had that, that example from those cool uncles, you know? So embodying that spirit of the father and playing that role, uh, is a real powerful thing that you can do. You know, you don't necessarily have to have kids yourself, you know? Uh, or even if you do have kids, you can, you can do that also for someone else's kids, you know? Cause not everyone's lucky enough to have that epic father. That's one of the sad things about our culture right now, you know? A lot of people are lacking that epic father. And uh, you know, it's not like you can even switch on the TV and see a whole bunch of them epic fathers, neither. We talked about this on the stream this morning. I was like I was trying to think of it like an epic father in uh you know, in contemporary culture. And it's hard to think of him, you know. We sat there on the stream for a bit, man, trying to come up with something. We came up with like Hank Hill, and I didn't really know if I could co-sign that because I've never really watched that show too much, you know. Uh, Nemo's Pops from Finding Nemo, he was dope. Um, We had Ned Stark, and he was a G. And uh, that was about it, you know. I think there was like one other. It's difficult. And you're talking about like 60, 70 years of pop culture, like thinking of definitive great fathers. I asked it on Twitter earlier, and people started suggesting things, but it was always uncles. Danica Xix comic book on nineteen. She says Picard. He was he, you know, he didn't have any children, but he was the father of his crew. Like, it's not a father, doesn't count. People would be like Uncle Ben from Spider Man. It's like that's his uncle. You know, it's an interesting thing. And you know, a bunch of people were like, yeah, well, you know, that's part of the comic playbook. You know, to to destroy the family, and uh, maybe that's part of it. But then also, you think, well, here's the thing: an aspect of the hero's journey. All right, the the, the, the monomyth, is that what Joseph called it, the monomyth? You know, the, 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 the story that's just told throughout the ages. A big aspect of that story is that the hero's parents die. So the hero's parents aren't around in the story. They may be there as, as ghosts or they're there as, as some inspiration, like, say, Batman, you know? Batman had that epic father, but he died. You know, Superman had that epic father, but he died. Uh, Par kent is a good example but like pa kent you know again not the, not the true father but he, he he embodied that spirit of the father role right part of it uh but yeah for the hero in the hero's journey the parents have to die and it's this thing they used to say you know you're not a man until your father's died and then you become a man but increasingly in our in our world we live longer you know and a lot of time people don't even see their parents die think of Prince Charles. Uh, from the British royal family. He an old-ass man now, and his dad ain't going nowhere. You know? That crazy-looking old Greek git. He ain't going nowhere, baby. You know what I mean? So Prince Charles never got his his hero's journey cracking. And he's still a goddamn prince, and he, like, easy or something. You know what I mean? He's still a prince. He ain't never gonna be no goddamn king. And that's indicative of the whole society, in a way. And another aspect of this is that because so much of of what we... of, of, you know... Uh... Our self-image or whatever a society is defined by what we watch and read and all that. It's all movies and TV and things of that nature, all these stories. And so those stories will follow that pattern, you know. Those stories will will remove uh, just by the nature of the the shape of the story, of how it has to be. The fa- the parents will be removed from that. So maybe that's something to do with it as well. It could be partly the, the evil commies, and it could be partly uh, the nature of the monomyth and the fact that our society turned into this weird thing where we have these you know stories that we're telling all the time via our movies and our TVs and things. And they're all this certain kind of story. And uh and while in real life, you know, the role of the father has been sort of diminished and uh in some communities like fathers have been just like straight up chased out the place. There's like there's like financial incentive to not have a father in certain places, you know. It's, it's very crazy. So if you if you combine those things, you end up in this situation we're in now. There's lots more to it than that going on also. But these are things I've been thinking about, you know? This is stuff I've been thinking about here. Here in Dawn Studios, here at the peak of recorded human civilization, where things are better than they've ever been. But there's some major things we've got to fix, you know? We talk about that archaic revival. We talk about how before you step forward, when you're at this turning point in your civilization, before you step forward you got to step back and grab what's useful one thing we got to step back and grab what's useful is fathers baby you know we got to step back and grab fathers that's like a major major key you I, you don't need me to tell you this uh but like all of those negative things in in society in people's lives like crime and suicide and poor health and all of these things can be linked To a lack of father. If there is no father. These things all rise. Uh, You are more likely. Basically to have a shitty life. If you don't have a pups in it. That's just facts baby. And there's an easy way of fixing that. The easy way of fixing that. Is like put back. uh, You know an onus on on the usefulness. And the necessity of fathers. Stop denigrating them. And basically the major key though. The major 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 key. Is the personal self responsibility on maximum. Right, and that's you be that epic father. And if you don't have no kids yourself, you be that epic man. That epic man, there's a conduit for the spirit of the father. You know, there's a conduit for that that spirit of all the fathers across time. That epic, epic thing. You know, we got a lot of songs in the Meaning Wave universe that talk about that epic, epic thing. So we're going to get into that, you know? You dig? Hi right, baby, we're going to do this set, but first let's do the international high five. It's what we do is the thing that binds us together across space and time. It combines our energies and redistributes those energies and makes us all more powerful. It's, it's another one of these epic psycho technologies I seem to have developed. You know, so all we got to do, you know, is uh, we just got to do this thing. And today I'm just going to... No, I will. I'll ask a question. I'll ask a question. I want to know, where did you come from tonight? To Maz. You came to Maz from somewhere. You know? You came here from somewhere. Tell me where did you come from? And what's the most important lesson you learned from your father? Where did you come from tonight to the to Maz? You're in Maz now. Where did you come from? And what's the most important lesson you learned from your father? You dig. Yeah, let's see what's cracking, baby. Shouts out to everyone locked in. Shouts out to the fine citizens of Mars, baby. Thank you for being here. It's beautiful to see so many of you here tonight, you know. Uh, Cover Rise says, Anime has a lot more epic fathers. Maybe related to a difference in Eastern culture. Indeed. Indeed. Western culture had epic fathers as recently as my youth, says Sidrataj before smash the Petroarchy. Yeah, less though. I don't know. I remember my youth. There weren't that many of them. In uh, the popular culture uh, There's stupid fathers There's there's goonish fathers Someone said Chevy. Uh, someone said uh, People kept sending me examples You know And some of them I love. Someone said Clark Griswold Clark Griswold From uh, the Vacation movies I love Clark Griswold However You know Because Clark Griswold He really wants to make things Great for his family He goes the extra mile You know He loves his God and family But he's also a lech And, a, and he does have a lot of, And he's goonish and, and, a, and a fool And he's played as a klutz And he's clumsy And this that and the other you know, the Al, someone said Al Bundy, same thing Someone said Homer Simpson, same thing You know uh, Anyway, Invisible Hand, V.A From his father, Virtue Lex Wise in Philly I learned to not make empty promises That's a good lesson That's an excellent lesson, you know Cody Taylor, Colorado, be humble Yeah Lucia Lucia Budinski Says, wow, this is so cool You're so cool Matthew Cole in Hartford CT Most important lesson I learned from my father was That experience is the best teacher And to do everything with integrity And work hard no matter what That's epic lessons That's epic lessons from a father, you know And uh, it's epic that you're here To pass on those lessons to others You know what I mean? Gang uh, Oh shit, Julian Lee's in Venezuela Shouts out to Venezuela, baby Says you gotta protect yourself in this world Trust but verify it. Yo, that's a hard lesson to learn, you know some people have to learn that lesson, like, the hard way. You know? It's good you got that from your pups. That's epic. Uh, and Bruce Neck touch, Self-regulation. Regulators! Mike is Pittsburgh. Take the time to do things right. That's an epic lesson. Yeah. Tech Came from Scrabble with the family. I tell my kids I love him every day because he never did. That's an epic lesson, too. Damn. That's a good, that's, see? Marionette, I came from a bottle of tequila and my dad taught me to make awful, awful puns and how to laugh hysterically as everyone stares at you in horror. <laughs> that's epic, baby. Blood smoke, the rifle man. Joshua Trent, Seattle. responsibility. Val Venus came from the trenches and my dad taught me how to get girls, dance and roll fat at doinks. Yo, shout out to Val Venus, his pops. Show Randy, I came from my father and his father before him and his father before him and his father before him. Greatest thing I learned from my dad is to practice many skilled hobbies. Ooh, get that talent stack. Pop it. That recreational talent stack. Giggity. Savage Chill came from MMO. The best lesson my father taught me was one I wasn't around for, but only had after. Hmm. Alec Morland, Mel Gibson, when you take away the drunken phone calls. What's, what's, what's left when you take away the jumping phone calls? Yo, 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 yo. XAugusXXBladeX Blade X says XIX Academy keep your head down, be good. Shouts out to the XIX Academy all day long, baby. Game. Yeah, Savage Chill says he learned that sometimes the system you swear to protect and fight alongside will be used against you by those who don't like that you have integrity. My dad was an honest cop amongst corrupt ones Damn baby, Shads has your pups Shads has your pups baby That's hard shit to learn but that's real Xhammer 13 Thor in Wichita, Kansas Keep pushing, don't let the darkness consume you To the point you take your own life My father took his own life Yo That's a, that's a hard lesson to learn baby God bless you and thank you for being here Yo Valvina says Akira, what did your father teach you? My father taught me a lot, but the thing my father taught me uh, was was music. He taught me the appreciation of music. He gave me a deep, deep love of music and a deep, deep breadth of music. You know, he listens to all kinds of different music all the time. And he educated my ass on music. You know, he used to sit me down when I was like six, seven and be like, right, this is Motown. He'd play me Motown seven inches, you know. He'd have all his big boxes of records. He'd be like, right, this is new wave punk, you know. And he'd play me all these things and all these genres and all these different vibes and stuff. You know, what I mean, he like he gave me that musical education, like the musical the musical education. This like that uh, comes out of uh, not the kind that comes out of a school, you know, but that comes out of the out of the heart of a man who just loves music. You know, so that's so that's one of the that's one of the most important things my dad gave me and my dad taught me was that because that's the thing with which I, I've been able to be useful in the world. You know. That's the thing I built my life around. Like, he had little dreams of maybe like being in a band and stuff like that when he was young, you know? But, like, like I, I you know, I do that stuff, you know? I do that stuff, you know? And it's beautiful to be able to do that. And it's also beautiful to, you know, see how proud he was when I got to doing that stuff and got to doing it, like, in an official fashion, you know? In a powerful fashion. The pride in his eyes, you know, when I made a song that, like, he, he thought was really fucking good. And then he heard that shit on the radio, you know? like my old man was like never one for uh you know he, he ain't like he was never that one for like you know picking you up too much and nothing like that you know what i mean but you'd seek his approval you know and you knew when you got it well, that it was real because you rarely ever fucking got it baby you rarely ever got it but when you got it you know that shit was real and that really meant something you know so yeah let's do that international high five baby let's get it cracking across space and time you know how we do You know what you gotta do, baby? You gotta cock back. Alright, you gotta hit them rise of sounds. You gotta bang it up like that, you know? Three, two, one! And without Without further ado, beautiful citizens of Mass the meaning wave autonomous zone deep in the heart of youtube we're gonna go in with a very special meaning wave father's day set you know shout out to all the fathers happy father's day to all the fathers and i think it's very you know right correct that we kick this off with something from someone who who kind of became a father for so many more people you know he was the father to to a girl and a boy you know that that came from him but then he became some kind of surrogate father to, fuck it, to millions, you know, to so many, so many fatherless children, you know, with so many, so many children who needed that advice, needed that spirit of the father, you know what I mean? He needed that message. And that's how we're going to begin tonight, baby, with our spirit of the father.
3: To look at symbolic representations through the lens of evolutionary biology, rather than assuming that these representations are mere superstitions or play no functions. Like, we have the idea that there's a deity that's fathered like. So it's a disembodied spirit, in some sense, that's eternal, that has eternal characteristics. It's like, okay, well, strip it of its metaphysics, if you strip it of its metaphysics, And just look at that as a biological phenomena. It's like, well, what might the idea that there's a an eternal eternal spirit, spirit of the Father, spirit of the Father. There's a an eternal eternal spirit, spirit of the Father, spirit of the Father. There's a an eternal eternal spirit, spirit of the Father, spirit of the Father. There's a an eternal eternal spirit, spirit of the Father, spirit of the Father what might that be a reflection of? Well, it's like, well, there's you imitating your father, but your father imitated his father, and his father, and his father, and his father imitated his father. So, in some sense, what your father actually imitated was the pattern of fathers across time. And you can think of the transcendent father as the pattern of fathers across time. When a child imitates his father in pretend play, when I'm father I'm observing my father across multiple situations and then I'm abstracting out the commonalities in behavior and attitude across those situations that make him father and then I incorporate that and dramatize it in my pretend play it's unbelievably sophisticated and so it's what the child is doing in pretend play is coming to embody the disembodied spirit of the father there's a an eternal eternal spirit spirit of the father spirit of the father there's a an eternal eternal spirit spirit of the father spirit of the father there's a an eternal eternal spirit spirit of the father spirit of the father there's a an eternal eternal spirit spirit of the father Spirit, uh, so, is. so you think, well, that is a disembodied spirit. It's a disembodied spirit that's incarnated in the collective of fathers across time. And what is that? Well, it's a judge, judge. that's for sure. It's a judge. Even when you interact with the the hierarchy of, of men who are. Something can be abstracted out of that. It's like the patriarchal spirit. And if you don't think that's judging you, you are not thinking. It's absolutely judging you. That's what rank orders you in a hierarchy. There's an eternal, eternal spirit. Spirit of the fallen. Spirit of the fallen. There's an eternal, eternal spirit. Spirit of the fallen. Spirit of the fallen. There's a... An eternal, eternal spirit, Spirit of the Father, Spirit of the Father. There is a an eternal, eternal spirit, Spirit of the Father, Spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Divine, Spirit of
0: the Daday.
4: is negative as when we say God is infinite and eternal. Catathetic language is mythological as when we say God the Father, God is love, nor the positive designation.
1: You're not saying God is a cosmic male.
3: What were you like when I was 25? Hmm. Well, I was obsessed. When I was 25 or so, I probably weighed about 138 pounds. I smoked like a pack of cigarettes a day. I drank tremendous amount of alcohol. Friends were heavy drinkers and most of them dropped out of school by the time they were 15 or 16 went off to work on the oil rigs and it was a rough town and we drank a lot i started when i was 14 and i had a lot of bad habits and i wasn't in great shape physically i was also still intellectually obsessed as i am now that would have been in 85 but i decided around then about 85 84 something like that, that i was really going to try to get my act together so i started doing that i First of all, I quit smoking. Well, that took a long time because I eventually had to quit drinking, too, in order to quit smoking. And I started working out, started playing sports, which I'd never done. I was a small kid. I'd been skipped a grade, and I was small for my age, so sports were never really a domain of expertise for me. Although I skied and went. Travelling with my dad. Travelling with my dad. Trapping with my, trapping with my, trapping with my, trapping
5: with my dad. Trapping with my dad. Trapping with my dad, trapping with my trapping with my dad, trapping with my dad,
3: trapping with my dad, trapping with my trapping with my dad, trapping with my dad, trapping with my dad, trapping with my dad, trapping with my trapping with my dad. What kind of relationship do you have with your father? Your real father. It's often ambivalent, right? there's an element of him that encouraged you, hopefully, because without the encouragement of your father, man, the world is a dismal place. It's very difficult to be a courageous person unless you have your father in body and spirit behind you. Because if your father rejects you or doesn't form a relationship with you, it's as if the spirit of civilization has left you outside the walls as of little worth. It's very difficult for people to recover from that. So the father should be an encouraging force, but can be a tyrannical and crushing force. That's a very difficult thing to get right. If you're my son, then I should impose the highest standards of behavior on you. And I should always be judging what you're doing. I should be judging it with the aim of making the best in you come forward. But getting that balance exactly right is very difficult. like the mother who's too overprotective. I'll never let anything happen to you. It's like, well, maybe you actually want to have something happen to you. It's like, no, I'm going to make you strong. So any number of things can happen to you. And when you need some care, I'll be there. But otherwise, like out into the world with you, that's the right attitude. And for the father, it's like, get your bloody act together. Travelling with my dad.
5: Was my trapping, was my trapping, was my daddy Took me Trap- trapping with TRAP- uh, my dad, yeah I went trapping with my dad Trapping with my trapping, was my trapping with my daddy Took me trapping with my dad, yeah we went trapping with my daddy I went trapping with my trapping, was my trapping I trapping with my dad Trapping with my, <manure ningún negativity> DRAPP- my dad <nouns> With my with my with my I'm on
3: your side. It's not because I want to destroy you or demean you or push you down in the dominance hierarchy, but because I want the best in you to emerge. And so uh, you need standards. It's like, what are you doing in your life? There's way more than that to you. Get your act together and, and bring it out. And that's a message that people really want to hear if they have any sense at all. And generally, they do want to hear it one of the things you could do for young people that no one's doing is to talk to talk to talk to talk to everyone talks to young people about rights it's like we need our rights it's like oh god how many rights do you need you know really like you have more privileges than any people who've ever lived anywhere Well, it's so dull to hear this, so dull, it's so pathetic and demeaning. You have to be protected and have your rights. There's a huge marketplace for responsibility. That's what you want to talk to young people about. It's like life has meaning with responsibility. The more responsibility you take on, the more meaning your life has. and The higher degree of responsibility that you agree voluntarily to try to bear, the richer your life will be. And no one's ever told that, and it's the case Trapping with my dad, trapping
5: with my dad, trapping with my trapping with my trapping with my dad, said me, trapping
1: with my dad, trapping with my dad, trapping with my trapping with my trapping with my dad trapping with my dad, trapping with
5: my dad, trapping with my trapping with my trapping with my dad. Sid me, trapping with my dad, trapping with my dad, trapping with my trapping with my trapping with
3: my dad. You have four kids, say, well that's plenty of responsibility, you're going to have meaning, it's going to be rough, you know, because it's complicated. You have a complicated job and you try to help the careers of the people around you. You try to solve tough problems and aid suffering and do all of that. It's like, it's weight. It's responsibility. There's glory in it. There's real glory in it. There's deep meaning in it. And young people are starving for that because no one ever tells them that. It's like, you're way more than you think. Man, stand up. Do something difficult. Do something difficult and heroic. Burst out of your bonds. It's like, that's a good message. It's a necessary message
6: because we have to be more than we are. Because if we don't, we're not going to survive. If you can. Damn, son, where'd you find
1: this?
6: A hero. Yeah, make some noise for John B.
0: Peterson. Yeah, yeah make some noise for Roger Kipling. And Kaplan. make some noise for Jocko Willing. A hero.
6: If. and treat those two imposters just the same if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn out tools. heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. the will which says to them
7: I was just thinking that Jocko's kind of... A lot of people can be real father figures for me. I have such a desperation for that energy and that connection in my life that I will latch on to people or put them in a place where... Oh, I got to tell you this. So I saw my dad in a dream when I was in uh, Hawaii or in Maui. was in Maui, and it was really crazy because I hadn't seen him in 20 years, even in a vision. You know, when I had an adult vision, and I saw him, you know, and I saw him, and it was crazy. We were at a, it was kind of confusing. It was a dream, you know, and Robert De Niro was there, and Matthew McConaughey was there. my dad was in one room eating at a table and Matthew McConaughey and Robert De Niro were in another room and my dad wanted to come and meet Matthew McConaughey but he didn't want to meet Robert De Niro and so I was trying to like mediate between the two of them Finally, my dad and Matthew McConaughey got to meet each other, which doesn't mean anything, but it was just interesting to see my father. I hadn't seen him. I saw my dad in a dream. I saw my dad in a dream. I hadn't seen him in 20 years. I saw my dad in a dream. I saw my dad in a dream. I hadn't seen him in 20 years. You know, I'd seen him in pictures, and I'd seen him in just, you know, imaginating what, or imagination what his, what he looked like or something, but I hadn't seen him really. And it made me think that my dad lives in Hawaii or something, you know? Like, I was like, oh, is this where he's been? And it made me think, well, of course this is where he's been. This is where I would be. It is stunning yeah, I got to see my dad, man. I got to see him. It was, it was. I just didn't know. I just didn't know. I didn't know that he's been in Hawaii or been. You know? That he's been there. And he was healthy. He was healthier looking than I'd ever seen him in my whole life. That's what's wild. He was kind of thicker. He'd been eating. His hair was darker. And, um,. He was laughing, man. He was laughing. He was kind of being cool, trying to a little bit play it cool or be cool, I guess. I don't know. I mean, he, you know, I mean, he lives in that world in the subconscious or in dream world. so, I, you know, I have no idea what his life is like there. drive a Corvette, I don't know, I didn't see, you know, the parking lot or anything like that, I just saw, just him, I saw my dad in a dream, I saw my dad in a dream, I hadn't seen him in 20 years, I saw my dad in a dream, I saw my dad in a dream, I hadn't seen him in 20 years. Where I've just been trying to stay more motivated And like When it's time to get up, it's time to get up And I need to do things And I want to have more experiences in my life You know, recently I've just been realizing Like I do a lot of stuff But it's a lot of the same things And I'm not really having a lot of like New experiences And so I want to have a little bit more of that Man, I wish I'd have just laid back down And tried to go right back and see him And see him you know wherever he was and just so funny. I mean, i've slept in you know in the past 20 years i've probably fallen asleep in you know 42 states and 15 or 20 or 30 you know i don't know countries and not once did i see my father and then bam i'm in maui and there he is
1: Theo Vaughn baby, Theo Vaughn, I saw my dad in a dream, you know Theo Vaughn lost his father real early, real real early,
0: and now the only time he ever sees his father is in dreams, you know, in dreams, just like Roy Orbison said, make some noise for yourself baby, happy father's day. If you're
3: feeling heroic and you want to do something for the world, if you want to expand what you understand, you poke your head through what you know and you take a look at the, at whatever structure is out there. And to me, this is a recreation of the Taoist yin-yang symbol. You know, with the, the white paisley here, and that's what you know, and the dark paisley serpents there, and the right place to be is right on the line between them. Go one foot where you understand that gives you security. security but it's kind of dull because hey you know everything that's going on there and that isn't what people are like they don't want just security. Security. security dostoevsky said i love this you gave people everything you wanted they had nothing to eat but cake and nothing to do but sit in warm pools busy themselves with the continuation of the species. The first thing they would do, well, maybe after the first week, was go kind of half insane and smash everything up just so that something that they didn't expect would happen, so that they'd have something interesting to do. And it's so right, because the utopian notion that if you just had all the material stuff you wanted, that you'd, you'd be... What would you be? What would you do? Well what would you be? What would you do. What would you be What would you do? Well what would you be? What would you do. Expose them voluntarily to things that they are avoiding and are afraid of, you know, that they know they need to overcome in order to meet their goals, their self-defined goals. If you can teach people to stand up in the face of the things they're afraid of, they get stronger. And you don't know what the upper limits to that are because you might ask yourself, like, if for 10 years, if you didn't avoid doing what you knew you needed to do, by your own definitions, right, within the value structure that you've created to the degree that you've done that, what what would you be
8: like? What would you be like? What would you be like? wasting like? what, like? what would you be like? What would you be like? What
3: would you be like? If you spoke your mind? What would you be like? There are remarkable people who come into the world from time to time. And there are people who do find out over decades-long periods what they could be like if they were who they were. If they spoke their being and they get stronger and stronger and stronger and we don't know the limits to that we do not know the limits to that and so you could say well in part perhaps the reason that you're suffering unbearably can be left at your feet because you're not everything you could be and you to admit, and it's a terrible thing to consider, but there's real promise in it, right? Because it means that perhaps there's another way that you could look at the world and another way that you could act in the world. So what it would reflect back to you would be much better than what it reflects back to you now. Imagine that many people did that. We've done a lot as human beings. We've done a lot of remarkable things. And I told you already today, for example, about 250,000 people will be lifted out of abject poverty. We're lifting people out of poverty collectively at a faster rate that's ever occurred in the history of humankind by a huge margin. So there's inequality developing in many places, and you hear lots of political agitation about that. But overall, the tide is lifting everyone up. That's a great thing. We have no idea how fast we can multiply that if people got their act together and really aimed at it. If people got their act together and really aimed at it, what would you be like
8: what would you be like if you still wasted sound what would you be like what would you be like what would you be like if you spoke your mind would what would you be like what would you be like if you wasted sound would
3: what would you be like What would you be like if you your mind is with people that we're probably running at about 51% of our capacity. I often ask how many hours a day you waste, or how many hours a week you waste, the classic answer is something like four to six hours a day. Inefficient studying, watching things that not only do you not want to watch, that you don't even care about, that make you feel horrible about watching after you're done, that's probably four hours right there. Well, that's 25 hours a week. 100 hours a month. That's two and a half full work weeks. It's half a year of work weeks per year. You're wasting fifty thousand dollars a year, and you are doing that right now. And so, if your life isn't everything it could be, you could ask yourself, what would happen if you just stopped wasting the opportunities that are in front of you? You'd be, who knows, how much more efficient—ten times more efficient, twenty times more efficient. You have no idea how efficient efficient people get. It's completely. It's off the charts. what would you be like what
8: would you be like what would you be like if you spoke your mind what would you be like you why would you be like what would you be like if you spoke your mind
3: Well, if we all got our act together, collect or collect, and stop making things worse, because that's another thing people do all the time, not only do they not do what they should to make things better, they actively attempt to make things worse because they're spiteful or resentful or arrogant or deceitful or homicidal or genocidal or all of those things all bundled together in an absolutely pathological package, pathological package, pathological package. If people stop re- really Trying just to make things worse, we have no idea how much better they would get just because of that. So you might say, well, what would happen if you abided by your conscience for five years? What sort of position might you be in? What would you be like? What would you be like? What would you be like?
8: What would you be like? 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 What would you be like if you spoke your mind? Yeah! yeah. Aye. You dig!
5: MediaWave Live Make some noise for Jordan Lee Peterson Make some noise for yourself, baby!
0: Hero. He's got cluster. Cluster. Yeah. I love My family, truth and justice. 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 truth and justice. My family, truth and justice. I love my family, truth and justice. I love my family, truth and justice. I love my family.
1: <laughs> Love
5: my
0: family, truth and justice. Love my family, truth and justice. Love my family, truth and justice. Love my family. Hey, 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 love my family, truth and justice. Love my family, truth and justice. Love my family, truth and justice. Love my family. Hey, hey, hey. My brother Severus. It was through him I encountered Gracia, Ovidius, Cato, Dion, Brutus. Received of a society of equal laws, governed by equality of status, and And of speech. And of rulers who respect the liberty of their subjects above all else, and from him as well, to be steady and consistent in valuing philosophy, and to help others, and be eager to share, not be a pessimist, never to doubt your friend's affection for you. And when people incurred his disapproval, they always knew it. They always knew it. And that his friends never had to speculate about his attitude to anything. It was always clear. Always clear. Hey. I love my family. Truth and justice. I love my family. Truth and justice I love my family. Truth and justice. I love my family. Truth and justice. my family, Truth and justice. Love my family. Truth and justice. I love my family Truth and justice.
8: I love my family. It's a shed. To help her doesn't be eager
0: to share. To help her does be eager to share. To help eager to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maximus, self control and resistance to distractions. Optimism in adversity, especially illness. A personality in balance. Dignity and grace together. Doing your job without winning other people's certainty that what he said was what he thought and what he did was done without malice never taken aback or apprehensive neither rash nor hesitant or bewildered or at a loss not obsequious but not aggressive or paranoid either generosity charity honesty the sense he gave of staying on the path not being kept on it that no one could have ever felt patronized by Or We're in a position to patronize, patronize him. him. A sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Love my family, truth and justice. 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 Love my family, help I get to shed. To help others and be good to share. To help others and be good to share. To help others and be good to share. Yeah, yeah, I love my family. love my family. love my family. love my family. Oh, together now, mass! love my family. Hey, I love my family. Treat me love my family. Hey. Love my family, truth and justice. 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 Truth and justice. Yeah! Make some noise for Marcus Aurelius. Make some noise for truth. Make some noise to justice, baby. Don't you be getting that shit confused with revenge. You did. Primitive
9: and uh, traditional initiation rights have to do with transforming the mode of reaction. Sometimes, and usually, terrifically. Uh, frightening and actually uh, very painful rituals so that the individual will no longer think he's a little boy. There's some rather amusing ones from Australia, for instance, where things are pretty fierce. When little boys begin to become a kind of nasty and difficult for their mothers to handle, the women get together and give them a good beat on the lakes with sticks and so forth. And then in a few weeks, something very interesting happens. The men, all dressed up in strange godlike costumes, such as the youngsters have always been taught were the figures of the divinities. They come in with bull roars and yowls and all kinds of terrifying noises. And the children, the boys, run to their mothers for protection. And the mothers pretend to protect them. Then the men grab them and take them away. So mother's no good anymore. And now they have to face this thing. And then what they have to face is is really no fun. So mother's mother's no good anymore. anymore. And now they have to face this thing. And then what they have to face is really no fun. fun. So mother's mother's no good anymore. And now they have to face this thing. thing. And then what they have to face Is really no fun One of the Little crises The boy is behind A screen of bushes And a lot of very interesting things Are going on outside At night Dances and so forth The boys are told not to look Well any boy who does look Can you imagine what's done with him? He's killed and eaten. That is one way to handle juvenile delinquents. Any youngster who will not cooperate with the society that is supporting him is just eradicated. dance to see what's going on out there. So he's sitting, a scared, kid, uh, he's about 12 or 13 years old. At the end of this uh, dance field, and it's night, a strange man comes out performing the myth of the cosmic kangaroo. The cosmic dog comes out and attacks the kangaroo. After the youngster has seen this Two big fellows come rushing down the field And jump on the kid And continue to jump on him He's gonna remember kangaroo And dog forever This thing is filled in They may not be bright But they get the point And there aren't many points to be done So mother's not good anymore And so now they have to face this thing And then what they have to face is really no fun. So the mother's no good anymore. And so now they have to face this thing. And then, and then what they have, have to face, face is
8: really no fun. So so the no th- no so mother's no, no good anymore. And so now they to have to face this thing. And I then what they have to face is really no fun. The mother's no good anymore. And now they have to face this thing. thing. And then what they have to face is really no fun.
0: the noise for Joseph Campbell smash them wave emojis baby the immortal Joseph Campbell here at Meaning Wave Live here at the MAC what a time to be alive what an epic
9: there are other things that yes. happen that I won't go through but they're all pretty um, exciting let's say and when they're all over, the kid isn't the kid he was before he came. <laughs> a lot has happened. His body has been changed, and he's then sent back to the girls. And there's one of them already selected to be his wife, and he's now a guaranteed he's little man. man. And he's going to behave as a man of this crowd ought to behave.
0: as he ought to behave. And how ought he behave? behave? Huh? Huh? Stand up, man. Make some noise, we got Joe Rogan in the building. Akira. The uncancellable.
10: The opportunity takes place usually when you're young and you don't have any responsibility. That's when you have your options. Well, your options are severely limited more you gather responsibilities like if i had as a 51 year old father of three married man pays taxes has a house and a mortgage and a business and all that jazz if i had to quit everything now and struggle the way i struggled as a stand-up comedian it would never work the only way i could be this person now is if i took that chance when i was 21 when i was dead broke and Had my cars repossessed and all that stuff. That's that's the only way way you ever get where you you wanna go.
5: You're gonna take a path that's dangerous. Take a path that's dangerous. The only way you ever get where you wanna go. You have to take a path that's dangerous. Take a a a path that's dangerous.
7: The only way
5: you ever get where you wanna go. You have to take a path that's dangerous. Take a path that's dangerous. The only way you ever get where you wanna go. You have to take
10: a path. Take a path that's dangerous, and most people want to take the safe path, and the safe path leaves you stuck in quiet uh, desperation. desperation almost hey. every time. It's hell. It's hell. You're selling insurance or some other shit that you care hey. zero about. It's hell. It's, it's hell. hell. It's hell. The only way you ever get where you wanna go You have to
5: take a path that's dangerous Take a path that's dangerous The only way you ever get where you wanna go You have to take a path that's dangerous Take a take a path that's dangerous The only way you ever get where you wanna go You have to take a path that's dangerous Take a path that's dangerous The only way you ever get where you wanna go
10: You have to take a path that's dangerous Take a path that's dangerous way you can change is you have to put aside enough money to give yourself a window and then you have to have a plan and you have to spend all your waking hours outside of whatever shit job you do planning your escape and you have to come to the realization very clearly that you fucked up you got yourself stuck so whatever you're doing you have to do it like your life depends on it and whether it is You're trying to be an author, and you're working eight hours a day, plus commuting, plus family responsibilities, or whatever Whatever time that you have, you have to attack, like you're trying to save the world. You're trying to save your life, you don't want to drown. That one and a half hours a day that you have to write, god damn, you better be caffeinated and motivated. You gotta go, you gotta get after it. You gotta go, you gotta get after it. Get after it. The only way.
5: Where you have to take a path that's dangerous, take a path that's dangerous, the only way you, you ever get where you, get where you wanna go. You have to take go. a path that's dangerous, take a take path that's dangerous, a the only way you ever you get where you wanna go. You have to take a path that's dangerous, take a path that's dangerous, the only way you ever get where you wanna go. You have to take a path that's dangerous, take a path that's dangerous get where you want to go you take a bath It's dangerous take a bath that's dangerous the only way you ever get where you want to go take a bath that's dangerous take a bath that's dangerous the only way you ever get where you want to go you gotta take a bath that's dangerous take a bath that's dangerous the only way you have it get where you want to go dangerous take a bath that dangerous you have this That's most.
10: Important. You gotta get after it. Get get after it.
0: Get after it, you wild man, you. You dig? Welcome to the M A Z. Is the curator don't make some noise for Joe Rogan? The Uncancelled Bo. Make some noise for yourselves, baby. It's a beautiful day to be alive here at the peak of recorded human days. Yeah,
1: dig. Hey.
3: year old women and men they could out exercise me like mad it was really embarrassing me and the overweight kid you know we'd be just panting ourselves three quarters to death at the end of the bloody workout and these 60 year old women who were not in great shape were like you know chatting away well as if nothing was going on at all in the pool so that was quite embarrassing and as was going to the weight room you know because when i started i could barely bench press 75 pounds and people used to keep coming over and helping me Which was the last thing I bloody well wanted But certainly needed If I got to the point where I could bench press 225 pounds I think that was the best I did And I gained about 30 pounds of muscle in a year and a half So that was a good thing So, like I was kind of a wild man Kind of a wild man Kind of a wild man So, like I was kind of a wild man Kind of a wild man I was kind of a wild man, and you know, I'm a little bit manic in my temperament, and so I was kind of going every direction at the same time. You know, I don't regret that. I had a fine time when I was a kid, but I needed to get disciplined. I had to do it because I was working on these hard problems that I've been discussing with all of you, and I've been working on them really obsessively since I was probably about 18, maybe even earlier than that. So, like I was kind of a wild man. A wild man, kind of a wild man. So like I was kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man. Kind of a wild man. Got to the point around 25 when I was in graduate school trying to get my PhD. I published 15 papers by the time I graduated, which was by I think by a fairly large measure the most papers that any undergraduate student at that time had ever published at McGill. And at the same time I wrote maps of meaning which was a terribly difficult thing to do because I was writing about three hours a day doing that and I couldn't do all that and continue with my misbehavior you know my sort of my what would you say my massive hedonistic consumption of alcohol and all of that i just couldn't keep it up and also work seriously on the issues that were at hand so i had to stop that's a sacrifice i had to stop messing about and straighten myself out so like I was kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man. So, like I was kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man. So, like I was kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man. So, like I was kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man, kind of a wild man. I had to stop. That's the sacrifice I had to stop messing about and straight myself out.
0: Back to stage, your boy, the immortal. Two thousand years immortal. Aurelius. Hard work and persistence,
5: self-reliance always. Strength, perseverance, self-control. I work and persistence, self-reliance.
0: Strength, perseverance, Passion, unwavering adherence to decisions once he reached them, indifference to superficial honors. Listening to anyone who could contribute to the public good His dogged determination to treat people as they deserved A sense of when to push and when to back off His altruism Not expecting his friends to keep him entertained at dinner Or to travel with him And anyone who had to stay behind to take care of something Always finding the same when he returned his searching questions at meetings, a kind of single-mindedness, almost, never content with first impressions, or breaking up the discussion prematurely. His constancy to friends, never getting fed up with them, or playing favorites. And his advanced planning, well in advance, and his discreet attention to even minor things, his restrictions on acclamation. And all attempts to flatter him His constant devotion to the empire's need His stewardship at the treasury Willingness to take responsibility And blame For both His attitude to the gods No superstitiousness His attitude to men No demagoguery No curry in favor No pandering Always sober Always steady Never vulgar Or a prey to fads No currying favor No pandering
8: Always sober, always steady Never vulgar or a prey to bats
0: Hard work and persistence Self-reliance always Strength, perseverance, self-control Hard
5: work and persistence Self-reliance always Jiggle strength
0: the way he handled the material comforts that fortune had supplied him in such abundance Without arrogance and without apology If they were there, he took advantage If not, he didn't miss them No one ever called him glib or shameless or pedantic They saw him for what he was A man tested by life Accomplished, unswayed by flattery He qualified to govern Both himself and then. them of itself, them. <laughs> his respect for people who practiced philosophy At least for those sincere about it But without denigrating the others Or listening to them His ability to feel at ease with people And to put them at their ease without being pushy His willingness to take adequate care of himself Not a hypochondriac obsessed with his appearance But not ignoring things either With the result that he hardly ever needed medical attention Or drugs or any sort of salvo ointment this in particular, this in particular, this in His particular. willingness to yield the floor to experts In oratory, law, psychology, whatever And to support them energetically So each could fulfill his potential He respected tradition without need to constantly congratulate himself For safeguarding traditional values Not prone to go up on tangents Or pulled in all directions But sticking with the same old places And the same old things The way he could have one of his migraines Then go right back to what he was doing Fresh, and at the, the top, top of his game, game, that he had so few secrets, um, only state secrets, in fact and not that many of those. The way he kept public actions within reasonable bounds, games, building projects, hey, because he looked to what he doing and hey, had the credit to be gained hey, from doing it. Hey. No babin' his strange hours, no self indulgent building projects, no concern. Or the and colour of his clothes Or having attractive slaves He never exhibited rudeness Lost control of himself Turned violent No, no one, one saw him Swear Everything was to be approached logically And with due consideration Calm and orderly passionate, but decisively with no loose ends. You could have said of him that he knew how to enjoy and abstain from things that most final to abstain from. And all too easy to enjoy. Not to be strong enough, vote to bear the one and be sober in the other is the mark of a man with a perfect and invincible soul. Not hey. to be strong enough, vote to bear the one, and be sober in the other is the mark of a man with a perfect and invincible soul.
5: Reliance, always cheerful, strength, perseverance, self-being.
0: Sent wave emojis, baby, made that noise! For self control. Hard work, persistence, self reliance, always self control. And there's that other one. There's that other one, baby. You
1: talk, you talk sometimes
4: about weakness. Strength
0: uh why are
4: weak men such
3: a problem well weak people are a problem problem. in general general, general, general. not i don't mean physically weak i mean cowardly cowardly and deceitful deceitful. i'm thinking it more in terms of moral weakness there's a variety of reasons first of all if you can't support your own weight let's say then someone else has to do it and that's not not good If you don't pick a forthright and useful and noble pathway through life, then you'll become bitter and too hurt by the tragedy of existence. And then you tend to seek your revenge wherever you can get it. And that's not good. So it's a mistake on all fronts. It's not good for you. It's not good for your family. It's not good for the community. It's certainly not a good medium to long-term strategy because life is very, very difficult. And you have to be prepared for that. Prepared for that. That's, That's strength. strength. That's strength. That's
1: strength. Necessary. Necessary.
3: Necessary. That's strength.
1: That's strength. Hey. That's strength. That's That's necessary. Necessary.
3: A watcher a watcher. the other night at my lecture in Oslo and he wrote me a letter he was a 17 year old boy his father had died suddenly about six months before and he found his dad when he was dying and was very very shocked and horrified and hurt by what had happened and I had recommended on my YouTube lectures that one thing you could aim for was to be the strongest person at your father's funeral. And so that's what he did. And he helped his mom and he wrote a 200 word eulogy and got through it. And so, good for him. That's strength. That's strength. And necessary. I believe that people are stronger than their misfortunes. That's strength. That's strength. And necessary. I believe that people are stronger than their misfortunes. One of the things that's so sad about what I'm doing, you know, I'm I'm going all around the world and I'm talking to many, many people. I've talked to about 250,000 people in the last six months and I offer encouraging words, you know, that I believe that people are stronger than their misfortunes. I believe that if you turn around and confront the vulnerability that's part and parcel of life, you'll find within yourself a strength that will... Transcend that I believe that not only to be true but supported by the best clinical evidence it's important for lost young people male and female alike to develop a vision and take on some responsibility and understand that they have a vital role to play in the world the lack of their best hurts everything the sad thing is that, that there's very many people who have not heard an encouraging word in their life. It takes so little to encourage them that it's rather tragic. tragic, tragic. That's strength. That's strength. That's strength. And necessary. necessary. I believe that people are stronger than their misfortunes. Fortune. strength, that's strength, that's strength, and necessary, necessary, I believe that if you turn around and confront the vulnerability that's part and parcel of life, you'll find within yourself a strength that will transcend that. People come, up come, up come up to me many people every day, every day in the lectures and on the street who tell me I was in a bad place I was struggling I've been watching your lectures I've been reading your book, your book. I put my life together I'm trying to be responsible tell the truth, tell the truth. things are way better thank you.
1: Thank, you.
3: thank you can't get any better than that so and that's
1: that's
0: Make some noise, brothers and sisters. For Jordan B. Peterson, for Marcus Oradius, for yourselves, for strengths, strength, for them epic beats only, and for the power of good. Make some noise to Jocko will I? here at, at the Mini-Wave Autonomous Zone. What you gonna How say, you baby? Huh? <laughs> ah?
1: Huh? Ah?
6: How do you, I deal with setbacks, failures, delays, defeat, or other disasters? I actually have a fairly simple way of dealing with these situations. It is actually one word to deal with all those situations. And that is good. This is actually something that one of my guys that worked for me pointed out to me. He would call me up or pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on. He'd say boss we got this and that and the other thing And I'd look at him and I'd say Good One day he was telling me about some issue that he was having He said I already know what you're gonna say And I said well what am I gonna say He said you're gonna say good mission got canceled good we can focus on another one Hey. Right. didn't right. get the new high speed gear we wanted good we can keep it simple didn't get promoted good, good. more time good. to get better didn't get funded good we own good. more of the company didn't get the job you wanted good. Good. good you can get more experience and build a better resume you're gonna say good you're gonna say
1: good Give us good, good. good, you me good. you good, give
8: God some good, 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 God good,
6: good, 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 give good, 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 needed a break from training got tapped out good. 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 good it's better to tap in training than to tap out on the street All right. got beat All right. good. Good. good you learned unexpected problems good we have the opportunity to figure out a solution and that's it that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. when things are going bad bad, bad, bad bad don't get all bummed out don't get startled don't get frustrated no no you just look at the issues. and you say good you say good 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 you
8: you good
1: I'm
6: gonna say something that's all cliche. I don't mean to sound like a Mr. Positive. Find the positive. You can do that, You can do good. Focus on good. Focus, 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 on go, good, good. Focus, focus, focus Take that good. issue, take that problem, take, take that yeah, issue, take, take that problem, problem, and make, it problem. Make, it, make, make it something good. Make it, make it something good. And bring that attitude to your team. You go forward. You go forward. You're gonna you say, say done. done. You're gonna
8: say done. You're
1: gonna say
6: And lastly, like to close this out, if you can say the word good, guess what? It means you're still alive, it means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage, go out on the attack. And that right there is about as good as it gets.
8: got day, man. out of man. Hey. Hey. Hey.
3: Very frequently what I'm doing as a therapist is helping people have a life that would work. You know, and you can parameterize that. What do you need? How about some friends? How about an intimate relationship with someone that you can trust, that maybe has a future? That'd be good. How about a career that puts you in a dominance hierarchy somewhere so at least you've got some possibility of rising, some possibility of stabilizing yourself, and a schedule and a routine because no one can live without a routine. You just forget that. If you guys don't have a routine, I would recommend like you get one going because you cannot be mentally healthy without a routine. You need to pick a time to get up, whatever time you want, but pick one and stick to it because otherwise you dysregulate your circadian rhythms, they regulate your mood, and eat something in the morning. I had lots of clients who've had anxiety disorders. I had one client who was literally starving, very smart girl. There was very little that she liked. She kind of tried to subsist on like half a cup of rice a day. She came to me and said, I have no energy. I come home, all I want to do is watch the same movie over and over. Is that weird? And I thought, well, it depends on how hard you work. You know, it's a little weird, but whatever. You need to regulate your use of drugs and alcohol, most particularly alcohol, because that does it in a lot of people. Um, You need a family like the family you have. Your parents and all that. It'd be nice if you all got along. You could work on that. That's a good thing to work on. You know, you probably need children at some point. And that's life. You did. That's life. That's what life is. Human beings have a nature. There's things we need. And that's life what life is. is. Human beings have a nature. There's things we need. And if you're missing, you know, you may have a good reason to not be operating on one of those dimensions. It's not mandatory. But I can tell you that if you're not operating reasonably well on at least three of them, there's no way you're going to be psychologically thriving and that's more pragmatic in some sense than psychological right human beings have a nature there's things we need and if we have them well that's good and if we don't have them well then we feel the lack and so behaviorists behavioral psychologists concentrate a lot more on that sort of thing you know it's practical it's like strategizing make a career plan figure out how to negotiate because that's bloody important Figure out how to say what you need, figure out how to tell the truth, figure out how to listen to your partner in particular, because if you listen to them, they will actually tell you what they want, and sometimes you can give it to them, and maybe they'll return the favor, and if you practice that for like 15 years, well, then maybe you're constantly giving what you want. Well, hooray, that would be good. And then there's two of you under all circumstances and it's better to have two brains than one because people think differently because of their temperament mostly. And so the negotiation is where the wisdom arises and it's part of the transformation, the psychological transformation that's attendant on an intimate relationship and one of the fundamental purposes of a long-term intimate relationship.
0: Of those things we need is somewhere dope that we can all gather with our brothers and sisters and celebrate life baby and that's what this place is that's what mass is that meaning wave autonomous zone that's what the meaning stream is baby that's what we're here for so make some noise for yourself baby make some noise for yourself you know grab your brother grab your sister hug them hold them close Hold them close, baby. Make some noise for right of Watts. Hey!
8: Hey! Akira. 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 Akira.
4: dawn. The dawn. The dawn. The dawn.
0: abusing, baby. Makes a, nice
4: a Now, this is a very strange thing, you see, that it is partly true that the universe, so far as its biological aspect is concerned, is this weird system that lives by everybody eating everybody else. Only what we do to maintain what is called order and civilization is that various species make agreement that they won't eat each other. They'll cooperate and so be an enormous gang which can beat down the others. So the human being is successful so far of this gangster arrangement. We are the most predatory monsters on earth. uh... And we have cooperated to assault the fish and the vegetables and the chickens and the cows and everything, you see. Only we do it by not letting our left hand know what our right hand doeth. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, unless gentlemen happen to be prone to going hunting as a sport, they don't see their food killed. They don't see the slaughterhouse. And so what you get in the butcher in the market is steak. You no, know, a thing in its own right. It has nothing to do with a cow. It's a the thing shaped us and so, and it looks as if it might be like a banana or something like that, you know. And, and nobody worries. And, and when a fish is served up, it does indeed look like a fish, but it's not the squiggly, squirmy fish that comes out on the end of a fisherman's line. You know, when you really fish, you realize that the fish doesn't like it very much of this gangster arrangement. We are the most predatory monsters on earth. So, let me repeat, so, so, let me repeat, of this gangster arrangement. Of this gangster arrangement. We are the most predatory monsters on earth. So, let me repeat, so, so, let me repeat, this gangster arrangement. This gangster arrangement.
0: noise with Tammy, baby. Blah. Here at Mass.
3: Called Fairview, and I was in love with her like the first time I saw her, which is quite a bloody thing. So that's worked out pretty well for me. But she came to live with me about the same time, and you know, we decided jointly to get our act together, and we swore that we'd tell each other the truth. I think she's actually done better than me. I don't think she's lied to me ever in our entire marriage, which is unbelievable. I don't think she's lied to me ever in our entire marriage which is unbelievable. Here's one memory. When I was in grade five, I got glasses. And I was pretty proud of these glasses. They were horn-rimmed glasses, you know. And she came out onto the street. She looked at my glasses. I said, what do you think of those? And she says, I think you look really funny in those. And then she pointed at me and ran into her house. That was like 20 years later that she finally told me that she had always wanted to have glasses and she was jealous about it. I don't think she's lied to me ever in our entire marriage. Which is unbelievable. I don't think she's lied to me ever in our entire marriage. Which is
1: unbling bling 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 This piece
3: of work by Jung a long while back. It was a meditation on the injunction to treat your neighbor as as you would like to be treated. As you would like to be treated. And what Jung pointed out, which I really liked, was that that wasn't an injunction to be nice to other people. It was an invitation to reciprocity. It was something like this. It's like, you should figure out how you would like to be treated, like you were taking care of yourself, not how you would like people to respond to you. It's it's more important than that. It's like, imagine you had a child that you are really cared for. and, And someone says... People will treat this child exactly like you want them to, but you have to figure out what that is. And so then you'd have to sit down for like a month and you'd think, okay, well, how do you want your child to be treated? You don't want everyone just to be nice to him. You know, you want people to challenge him and you want people to discipline him and you want people to tell him when he's wrong. It's like, you don't just want everyone to be nice. That's, that's pathetic. It's pathetic. There's no challenge in that. There's no challenge in that. There's no challenge in
6: that. 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 that.
3: Human beings are self-conscious, and we know about our limitations, and we know about our weaknesses. And so we can have contempt for human beings in general, because, you know, we're just flawed and breakable and all of that. But we know ourselves better than we know everyone else. And so... You have a very acute sense of how you're not up to scratch, and, and so that leads naturally to a sort of self contemptuous attitude. People are more like, like,
1: like, like, like location to their pets than to take them themselves.
3: Imagine someone that you treat well, that you love, and try to treat yourself that way. you got to detach from yourself a bit. you got to think, hey, well, I'm a person among other people, and I deserve at least as much respect as person among other people I'm Perfect. trying to help myself across time and instead of being self-contemptuous and self-destructive i need to take care of myself as if i'm potentially valuable and to lay out my life that way it's hard for people they don't take care of themselves as well as they should Perfect. Perfect. Take care of your room, take care of your things, like have some respect for yourself as a miraculous being because that is actually what you are. There is a lot of potential within you. You're necessary more than you think to the unfolding of things that's the thing about being an individual it's the thing that western civilization has always recognized that as an individual you have a light that you have to bring into the world and that if you don't bring it into the world the world is a dimmer place and that's a bad thing because when the world is a dim place it can get very 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 dark
4: One of the very great things that C.G. Jung contributed to mankind's understanding was the concept of the shadow, that everybody has a shadow, and that the main task of the psychotherapist is to do what he called to integrate the evil, to, as it were, put Devil in us in its proper function. As you see, it's always the devil, the unacknowledged one, the outcast, the scapegoat, the bastard, the bad guy, you see, the black sheep of the family. It's always from that point, what we could call the fly in the ointment, you see? that generation comes. In other words, uh, in the same way as in the drama, to have the play, it's necessary to introduce a villain. It's necessary to introduce a certain element of trouble. So in the whole scheme of life, uh, there has to be the shallow. The shallow. The bastard, the bad guy, the sheep of the family, the shallow integrate the evil, integrate the evil, to the shadow, no. the bastard, the bad guy, the like black sheep of the family, the shadow, everybody has a shadow, because without the shadow, the not be the substance, so this is why, there is a very strange association between crime, and all naughty things, and holiness, you see, holiness is way beyond being good. Good people aren't necessarily holy people. A holy person is one who is whole, who has, as it were, reconciled his opposites. And so there's always something slightly scary about holy people. And other people react to them in very strange ways. They can't make up their minds whether they're saints or devils. So holy people have, throughout history, always created a great deal of trouble, along with their creative results. Take this result. Trouble that Jesus created is absolutely incalculable. Think of the Crusades, the Inquisition, the heaven only knows what's gone on in the name of Jesus. Freud's a big troublemaker, as well as a great healer, you see, it all goes together.
1: The shadow, the bastard, the bad guy, the black
4: sheep of the family. The shadow. Integrate
8: the evil. Integrate the evil. The shadow. The bastard, the bad guy, the black sheep of the family. The shadow.
4: Everybody has a shadow. Because without the shadow, the can't be the substance. he is like the earthquakes or better and still he's like the ocean see the ocean on a lovely sunny day and say oh isn't that gorgeous and you can go into it and relax and float around but boy when the storm comes does that thing get mad
1: <laughs> it's terrifying
4: so there is in us the ocean you see And Jung felt that the whole point was to bring the two together by a kind of fantastic honesty to penetrate one's own motivations
3: to the depths. There's this idea that Jung had, which I really love, which is the idea of the shadow which is the dark side of humanity. Its roots reached all the way to hell. He meant something very specific by that. The metaphysical element was he meant hell literally and metaphysically, but he also meant that if you were able to understand your dark side, then you would see in yourself a reflection of the behavior that was present at Auschwitz, and that the reason that people don't take the dark side of themselves seriously at all, and even confront the fact that it exists, is because no one wants to see that reflected within them, and no wonder. Pursue what's meaningful and you'll encounter that which you least want to encounter, and that's, well, that's the dragon. The dragon is also something that lives inside you, it's not something that you take the encounter with lightly. See, I kind of knew this when I had my kids, I'd already undergone that to some degree, and understood what it meant to be a bad person, a terrible person. And I knew that it was easy for people to hate their children, even though they mouth the words that they love them all the time. You don't want to set them up as an enemy against you. You don't want to allow them to engage in the kind of hierarchical challenge that makes you irritable and resentful.
1: That's
3: not a good idea. And if the things they do make you dislike them, the probability that they will make other people dislike them is extraordinarily high. You need to know what sort of monster you are if you're going to be a good parent. And if you think, oh, I'm not a monster, it's like, oh, yes, you are. You're just an unbelievably unconscious monster, and that's actually the worst kind. Your fundamental job as a parent, especially of a child from zero to four, is to make that child eminently desirable socially. You're a successful parent if, when your child is four, all sorts of other children want to play with him or her. And so then you think, well, what have you done for your child? child. Well, you've opened up the entire world of children to them. Children. Children. So because they know how to play, play, everywhere they go, other kids like them. And will include them in their play, and play is the way that children develop. 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 The literature on this is crystal clear. So clear. If your child is an outcast at the age of four, four, the probability that anything can be done about that is almost zero. 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 No matter what you do. What you do. And then the other thing is, if you don't allow your children to engage in dislikable behavior, then adults will like them. them. And the thing is, if you're good to your kid in in the real way, you can help them maintain that tremendous attractiveness that they have as young children. And then wherever they go, adults welcome them and teach them things and pat them on the head and smile at them genuinely instead of saying, oh my God, here comes that couple with that goddamn brat again. That's a horrible thing to do to a child. That's a horrible thing to do to a child. Because then everywhere they go, all the goodwill is false. And then there's nothing that you can do to someone that's more terrible than to put them in a world where all the goodwill directed towards them is
1: false.
0: Make some noise, mass we got two more songs, baby. We got two more songs of this epic meaning way of life, Father's Day special. Make some noise for yourselves, make some noise for discipline. The D, the I, the S, the C, the I. The P, the L, the I, the N the E. Superpowers, baby.
3: One of the things that's happened in our society is that we seem to have concluded that strong men are dangerous. And that's partly because we think Western culture is a tyrannical patriarchy and the only reason you get to the top is because you misuse power. So all the men who are at the top of the heart are all misusing their power and they're all tyrannical. And all the guys who have the aim and ambition to achieve that are just tyrants in training. That's sort of the basic attitude that we have towards our own culture and towards young men now. Everything about that is pathological and inexcusable and shameful. You know, I used to watch kids skateboard. I liked watching those kids. I liked watching skateboarders do those crazy things. Because they're trying to become competent. They're facing danger. They don't want the damn protective gear. Like, no. I don't want to wear a helmet. I want to expose myself to this danger. It's not that I'm stupid. And the kids are often shooed away. It's like, wait a sec. They're practicing being courageous. They're practicing mastering something in the face of danger. We don't bother don't children, children.
1: Don't bother
5: children.
3: Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children children don't bother children don't bother children when you escape a lot of the rebellious behavior of young men in particular which is very frowned upon in the schools it's like that's toxic masculinity you know that horrid horrid phrase it's like leave those damn kids alone 10 years ago in Toronto, they changed the insurance rules governing the playgrounds. Parents had raised money for these damn playgrounds. There was nothing wrong with them. They tore them all out. Two weeks before school started, there was nothing but dirt and gravel. I saw the kids on top of the school. Why? Because they needed some danger. Needed some danger. We know, we know children skateboarding. Don't bother children in Don't, Don't bother children Don't bother children. Don't bother children. Don't bother children with their skin.
0: No need no. No. Don't bother children, children
1: Don't bother
0: children. Don't bother yeah. children. With their sarcasm in the classroom. She to leave those kids alone. Yeah, dig. Hey, yo. Fighting citizens of mass. Last song. Stand up. Straight, baby. It's that last song. Won't last long. Make some noise. So there's a line in the New Testament where Christ
3: says that no one comes to the Father except through him, which is a hell of a thing for anyone to say. I am the way and the truth and the life. That's another one. Here's the idea. It's as if there's a spirit at the bottom of things that is involved in the bringing to being of everything. People talk about evolution as a random process, but that's not true. The mutations are random, but the selection mechanisms are not random. What are the selection mechanisms? Human females are very sexually selective. That's why you have twice as many female ancestors as male ancestors. So the male failure rate for reproduction is twice that of the female. How is it that males succeed differentially? Females reject. They reject on the basis of what? And the answer is, well, it's something like competence. How is competence defined? Well, men put themselves in hierarchies and they vote on each other's competence. Let's say you decide to follow the best leader in a battle. Well, then you don't die. Like, he might get all the women, but you don't die, so at least you're still in the game. And it might be the same if you're following the greatest hunter. And the greatest hunter wouldn't be the person who was best at bringing down the game. It would be the person who is best at bringing down the game and sharing it and organizing the next hunt and all of that. What that means to some degree is that There's a spirit of masculinity shaping the entire structure of human evolutionary history. That's what that means. It's the spirit of positive masculinity that manifests itself across epochal ages, millions of years perhaps. And it actually has shaped our consciousness. It's like the essential spirit of all the great men who defined what greatness constituted. That's a spirit. Now that's a purely biological explanation. That's That's God. God is the highest value in the hierarchy of values. That's God. God is how we imaginatively and collectively represent the existence and action of consciousness across time. That's God. God is that which selects among men in the eternal hierarchy of men. That's God. God is that which eternally dies and is reborn in the pursuit of higher being and truth. But then there's another possibility too, which is that that's actually reflective of a deeper metaphysical reality that has to do with the nature of consciousness itself. I think that's true. I believe the biological case And I believe the biologically reductive case, but I don't think that exhausts it. There's a metaphysical layer underneath that, that the biology is a genuine reflection of. And that's the macrocosm above and the microcosm below. We are really reflective, including in our consciousness, of something about the structure of reality itself. involve whatever it is that God is. Well, that's God. God is the future to which we make sacrifices. That's God. God is the voice of conscience. That's God. God is the source of judgment and mercy and
1: guilt. I... I. God. God is what calls and
3: what responds in the internal call to adventure
1: That's God, ah. God. Hey. hey That's God Hey That's God Hey That's, God. I, I. that's God. I, I. God That's God, I, I. That's God. I... I, that's God. That's God, that's God, that's God. Mason Noyes, Mason Noyes. The God, the God.
0: What up, baby? Citizens and Mass make some damn noise, baby. Come on. Come on, people now. Smile at your brother. Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Yeah, that was Meaning Wave Live, baby. Mini Wave Live. Meaning Wave Live. Spirit of the Father, baby. Shouts out to the fathers. You dig? For the fathers. You know, we got a him for the fathers across space and time, you know? I always talking about that, baby. We live across space and time right now. Shouts out to everybody locked in in the future. Shouts out to everybody locked in in the past. Shouts out to everybody locked in in that eternal present. Which is the only thing that's real, baby, that's the only thing, baby, that's that real thing, that right now thing. Yeah, dig! Thank you everyone for being here. Hey, come on. Yeah, what up B Athena? What up pushing forward? What up, Maria? It's that TS20 Cindy Betty, my credit and walking more poet, oh, the whole damn crew you know you know for a fact Jack I gotta shout out everyone that's been supporting this tank you know gotta shout out the supporters of the tank One Slick Mama, Mike Betters Sajitaj Domain Seven, Alex Harsin Alex Weisbaum he's a Weisbaum Savage Chill, welcome to the channel, baby. Palo, clear first. Happy Father's Day, Akira, and all the fathers out there swimming in the water. Yeah, maybe we will be the fathers our kids deserve. Ain't that the truth? That's that noble aim. One slick mama, our Sivian. Who else is as desperate as I am for the next Marcus album? The world needs this right now. I need it too, baby. I can't wait to get cracking on that one, you know. Coming soon, Marcus Aurelius, Akira the Dawn, Meditations, Volume 2. Chadrick Pickens, Marco Palato. What, what up, baby? Chadrick Pickens said, you're going to say good. Let's get these vibes rolling. I send love and vibes to all of you, fam. Yeah. What up, Axel Stacks? What up, Lex Wise? Bum. Thank you, everyone, who's supporting The Wave, you know? Thank you, everyone, who's supporting The Wave. And if you want to support The Wave, you know what you can do, baby. You can join the channel. You can join the Patreon. You can go to MeaningWave.com. Buy yourself a bum-ass hoodie like this one. You know, you go to Bandcamp, you can buy yourself the whole Meaning Wayback catalog. It's goddamn so much music, baby, so much beautiful music in the finest audio quality. Yeah, dang! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love to everybody here, man. Love to everybody here. Where's my, where's my participants? She, let me see the, let's just shout out the participants. You know those people who let their voices be known in a chat situation. Apoc four uh, one four, you work here. Axel Stacks, B Athena, Joe Rhino, Chris, Cindy Bailey, D S Duenas, Daily Dolls, John Bear, Lex Weisbaum, Maria Lizak, Matt Critton, Dunn, Michael and Seattle, Michael Tapia, Mike Vaz, Milkman Dan, Prince Jabrikas XV, pushing forward. Oh oh. R B R B, one two three four, savage and chill the whole damn crew. The citizens of Mass, the citizens of the Meaning Wave Autonomous Zone. We celebrate life every day and today we celebrate the Father. Yeah, we do. Make some noise for YouTube hero Alex, regulating those chat vibes, baby. What a guy. What a guy. When I say what a guy, you say what a guy. When I say YouTube Hero Alex, you say what a guy. YouTube Hero Alex, what a guy. She has the Diverting Tales. Diverting Tales uh, selected the tunes, you know, for that set tonight. Diverting Tales went through those Meaning Wave archives. So voluminous. You know, he was in the Meaning Wave audio library just going through the racks of records, you know. And going, yeah, this one's work. This pulled out them, them uh, and you know what I mean, here's what's fucking funny. You know, uh, that was like a two hour DJ set or something, you know, on the subject of the father. Longer than that, it was like two and a half hours. It could have gone and gone and gone. We got so many more records on that very subject. You know, I saw Cindy Bailey at one point. She said, has he played the Noah quadrilogy yet? No, I didn't even play the Noah quadrilogy. We got four songs about Noah one of the illest fathers of all time, you know? And it's very specifically about an aspect of that fatherhood. We didn't even play those, baby. We got so many joints. We got so many joints here at Meaning Wave. We got so many hits, baby. We got so many bangers. We got so many anthems for the ages. And so many more to come. So many more to come, brothers and sisters. We got a whole new album dropping this very Friday. Collaboration with your boy Akira the Don and Scott Adams, that grand wizard of persuasion himself. I was so proud today. Hercules persuaded me to buy a video game. And uh, then he went running around the house singing I'm the king of persuasion. I'm so good at persuasion. He's like, hey, Dad, I might write a book about persuasion, you know? I could persuade people to buy the book and then it would be double persuasion. I was like, oh! My seven-year-old son, I'm proud of you. Are you work here? What up? Are you work here? Says Scott sent me here. Well, I'm glad Scott sent you here and I'm glad you're here. Oh, you work here, you're gonna love that album. The album's coming out this coming Friday. It's called the User Interface for Reality. It contains the User Interface for Reality. And not just does it contain the User Interface for Reality, but the User Interface for Reality embedded in a very powerful, very audio persuasive musical form that works as a kind of audio affirmation. That will drill the thing into your subconscious where it will do the most work. Because you know for a fact, Jack, that most of what happens in your life is dictated by that subconscious. Some, it's, what was that book I read? Uh, Thinking Fast and Slow. They call it System 1 or System 2 in that. Most of your decisions are done by that System 1, that subconscious. You know what I mean? Very little gets passed to your forward mind. You know what I mean? So you got to make sure you're programming that subconscious to do what you want to do. You what you want to happen, what kind of life you want, you know, you've got to program that guy to do that shit for you. It's a bit like having a bunch of VAs, you know, really powerful virtual assistants out there just working while you sleep. you just got to make sure you give them the instructions. Otherwise, they could be running, fuck, they could be running havoc. And also, you know what I mean, if someone, someone's going to be programming you, someone's going to be programming you, baby, so you better be the one doing the programming. Otherwise, some, fo- some other fool's going to do it. And then what you're going to end up doing, all sorts of dumb stuff. You could be doing mighty stuff that you decided to do. You know what I mean? So that's the vibes right now. That's the vibes here and now. we got that Scott Adams coming this Friday. I'm excited for that. We've got a whole week of epic live streams coming up. We're here at 7 a.m. PST every day on the Twitch. We've got a beautiful morning radio show on Twitch at 7 a.m. PST. We're here every night at 6 p.m. We've got some ill shows coming up this week. Uh, You know, ill stuff happening as we get ready to move to Texas. Uh, I'll be finishing off that next album this week. Very excited about that. Very excited for you to hear what that is. Um. (laughs) Nobody, I don't know if anyone's guessed what it is yet, but shit, it's epic. It's epic. It's beautiful. Ain't no stopping that thing. Uh, Yeah, anyway, so I'm going to get out of here now. I'm going to go play with the boy. I'm going to go enjoy the rest of my father's day, you know. I wanted to make a big shout out to all the fathers out there across space and time. An all man men embodying the spirit of the father. You know what I mean? You don't have to actually be a father. Your boy Scott Adams, for example, and he's talked about this himself. He does not have uh, birth children. But you know what I mean? But he has thousands and thousands and thousands of people who he has fathered in a way. You know, for whom he has been a conduit to that spirit of the father. You know who he has helped. Who he has given that advice. Given that example. Given them superpowers. So they can go out into the world and be mad useful. You know what I mean? Be useful in the world. What else could be better? What else could be more noble? What else could be more powerful? What else could be more fulfilling? And what else, brother or sister, could be more meaningful than that? You dig? Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Milman Dan says, Epic Father's Day set wave lord. You know how we do. We only do epic things around here. We do not mess around. Why mess around? Why bother? Why get out of bed if you're not going to go be great, you know? Why bother? Why bother, baby? Come on. You know what I mean? You could do it great. Uh, you could half-ass it. Like, what are you going to do? Do it great, baby. Why not? You are great. I believe in you. I believe you're great. I believe you're great, baby. I believe you've got greatness in you. I believe you've got great things to do in this world. And I can't wait to see what you do in the world. I... So I love you guys. Thank you for being here. i got to get out of here now. Uh, let's do that by five, you know. Let's bind ourselves together across space and time. Let's give that energy in here. I'll redistribute that thing. It's epic. It works. It's powerful. It just, you've got to go click, clack, blam. you got to raise that riser. you got to go three, two, one. High five, baby. International across space and time. And on that bombshell, I'm going to get out of here, baby. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you in the morning, 7 a.m. on Twitch. You know? And, uh, yeah. Happy Father's Day, baby. God bless.